Uh, it's a, it's going to be a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Nice warm weekend. We're holding on to these warm weather. At, uh, a little cool earlier in the week, but at the end of the day, summer's trying to hang on. Summer, definitely. You know, well, look, summer's hanging on. Cider mills are exploding right now. The weather's in their favor. So, you know, it's it's great to be out. You know, I did a little research for you here, Paul. All right. You know, your birthday falls in that cancer uh, hemisphere, shall yes, we it say. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. the great horoscope of life. Mm-hmm. So here at New Radio Media, I want to read to you what's happening about you. About me. Okay. About you. About you know me. what it says? What? Make your voice heard. Hello. 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 Wake up. Listen to me. You're not listening Good to me. Good morning, hear America. Me. Hear, you me, know, hear me. You know, speaking of birthdays. It's, uh, one point, it's only 10, minute, 10 seconds after the hour of one minute being into the show. How about that one? There you go. <laughs> give me my voice. Does it say anything else about me? Sure does. Okay. It says, the suggestions you make will give you a place at the table when negotiations begin. Really? Hmm. Really? Where do they want me to speak? I'm not sure yet, but whether what dealing with superiors, yeah. family, or friends, yeah. or friends, yeah. you must speak from the heart. I do speak from the heart. And so that's what we're going to do for the next two hours. We're going to speak from the heart. We're going to banter. We're going to share with everybody what's going on in and around the community. You know, a lot of different things happen every day here in the greater Detroit area, here at New Radio Media. We watch it carefully. And the community itself, every day, seems to take on a new look, whether a restaurant opens, another one closes, oh, yeah. uh, changes, uh, you know, school started, and uh, a lot of stress sometimes happens. So we're going to talk about a lot of different things like that. And, of course, you know, we'll talk a little bit on unemployment, uh, people being hired for new jobs for the holiday season. So, so much goes on, and it all wraps around that little piece I just read about you. Well, we talked about birthdays. Can I sneak something oh, here a little bit? Do My Facebook birth- friends' birthdays, and just Happy a few today. Birthday. Happy birthday to, to you! Only a few, only three today on my Facebook well, friends got, are related I, I to me. Got, but let I me get those. Too. All right. Well, I got Michael Khalil. Hello, Michael. I got Dan Kell. Danny and Richard Tapper. Rick, really, Richard yeah. Tapper. Yes, his birthday today. So oh, that's the wrong tapper, right? September that's the 15th. wrong tapper, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. So at the end of the day, those are my three friends. Right. You got birthdays over sure there? Sure do. In okay. 1857, okay. Howard, William Howard Taft had a birthday. As a matter of right. fact, he came into this world. All right, Mr. Taft. And our favorite guy. Who? Did you look at him? Did you really think he was the president? Who? Oliver Stone in the movie Dave. Yes. Oliver Stone. Yes. And, of course, Prince Harry. Prince of Wales. How old is Prince today? Well, he was born in 1984. Wow, young chap, young chap. Young chap. But this day in history. Da, 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 da. 1978. Ollie defeats Spinks to win the World Heavyweight Championship. Yes, Muhammad on this day in 1978. Ali. Okay. Boxer Muhammad Ali defeats Leon Spinks at the Louisiana Silverdome in New Orleans to win the World Heavyweight Boxing title for the third time in his career. Wow. Yes, folks, the first fighter ever to do so. And following his victory, Ollie retired. Muhammad Ali, and one of the greatest. I am the, the that, greatest. You are the greatest. Right. Uh, you know, uh, I bounce and I sting like a bee. Uh, thank you, Howard Cosell. Yes. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to play something for you right now because wow. this person had a very unique thing happen. Okay. We're rolling. There we go. Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. You got it. And why is this record so important? Sherry, baby. 
We'll sit back baby. for the next two hours and play oldies with goodies with Uncle Polly on the radio. Uncle Polly, what can you tell me about Why Frankie Valley? Why don't you come on? <laughs> Frankie Valley, what can I? You what know, was I his saw real name first. What was his real name? Uh, Victor, whatever. No, what's his real name? Francis Casaluccio. I met him last year backstage at yes, the Fox. Yes, you did. Yeah, nice and man. Very nice man. Four Seasons earned their first number one hit with Sherry. Sherry Baby. Okay. Right. They sang that at the Fox. And yes, you know, one of my did. favorite groups. Great stuff. Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Here well, on. Here you go. Hits Radio. He told Billboard at the time that. He banged out Sherry in 15 minutes before a scheduled rehearsal. And without a tape recorder, um, uh, Gaudio, who was his manager, and I drove down to the rehearsal humming it, trying to keep it in his mind. I had no intention of keeping the lyrics. However, everybody loved it, so we didn't change a thing. Very and nice. It was on. a quickie, 15-minute hit, and they get it on Billboard. Hey, now, you know what? Go ahead. What's next? 1963. I was three years old. Four yes. black schoolgirls were killed in Birmingham, Alabama. Mm. A bomb explodes during a Sunday morning service at the 16th Street Baptist Church. Uh, the church bombing was the third in Birmingham in 11 days after a federal court order came down to integrate Alabama's beautiful school system. And if you remember Governor Wallace, George Wallace, maybe you wouldn't remember that. I do. I remember him standing at a school uh, entrance yep. and denying. And then came the famous scene of Marilyn Monroe's skirt scene in 1954. Mm -hmm. uh, the famous, beautiful uh, shot, uh, lighting her skirt is blown up by a blast from the subway vent, and it's shot this day in 1954 during the filming of The Seven-Year Itch with Tom Ewell, if you remember that. No, I don't. The scene infuriated her husband, Joe DiMaggio, hmm, I wonder why, mm -hmm. who felt it was an exhibitionist, and the couple divorced shortly after. And oh, he went a little bit of hot wind. Yeah, you know, he got so aggravated, he decided to have a cup of Mr. Coffee. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I want to go down south a little bit right now. We're, we're talking about all these events right now, but we're in the middle of one of the largest hurricanes in U.S. history on the East Coast. I had an Aunt Florence. What? I had an Aunt Florence. And was she, she was, was she? no, she was not full of hot air, nor did she spill out thousands of gallons of water when she was upset. None of those things. She was a good lady. Aunt she was Florence. great. She was Aunt Florence. First of all, was a baker. She loved to bake. Yes. Loved the holidays. Loved the things that she'd make. Yes. But this Florence comes with a temperament. Yes. This one is is bad. I'm, I've been watching the news. I watched last night. I watched what's going on in the Carolinas, and uh, it's it's slow moving. That's the big problem. The Correct. slower it moves, the more the water comes down. So they say. It's moving at a walking pace, they keep saying, three miles an hour. Three to five, And yep. could you imagine the water keep coming down? I was listening to the storm surges of rivers, and one river was going to be 44 feet over. 44 feet. It's, it is. Could you imagine it's over two floors, almost three floors high of water? So that's the sad part about it. And, you know, we won't know really what's hit the dam, total damages for several days, probably middle of the week or later right. in the week. And there's been five deaths already, and it's very sad. Um, you know, as much as you can be prepared for the stuff like this, you can never be 100% prepared. Never prepared for a storm like this, uh, whether it's a tornado, whether it's a hurricane, a typhoon, you know, out on the Pacific side. Um, Mother Nature will always win. Yeah. And I think this is the part that people miss the boat on. The key is, do you have the emergency preparedness in your home ready to go? 
and most people don't. It's it's interesting. And a lot of people, even further inland, because this this storm went very very far inland, that people don't have flood insurance, well, and they're going to get wiped out. And you look at all these things. We just pray that uh, there's no more lives lost, and that everyone gets uh, to safe ground, and that the recovery comes sooner than later. Almost one million people with a lot of electricity. They say more is going to happen. And uh, let's just pray for the people down south that things do recover faster. And the, and and the one key thing, too, days. is that I think that uh, both sides of the aisle have to come together for things like this. I know that uh, a number of the nonprofits have already set up their uh, disaster relief programs. Yes. So uh, go online to your charity of choice, uh, whether it's the B'nai B'rith International, Red Cross. Um, there are just a tremendous amount of organizations around. Um, read them understand what they do in those communities, donate to them so that we can have uh, revenue available for them for housing in the future. And, of course, um, we want to thank all the restoration companies that are prepared to go in immediately and also all of the food and beverage companies that have lined up and waited so that, you know, we can get them in there. So there are a lot of different things that are happening. FEMA is waiting to roll in, and so... We all have to wait for Florence to roll out at this point. Well, it's funny. Uh, not funny. Uh, Adam Gottlieb, who was in our heart ambulance, right? Uh, he sent down three ambulances. FEMA hired three of his ambulances to go down there, and they're staged down there. And last time, their biggest thing was moving senior citizens from nursing facilities to safe ground. And so they're waiting to get in. And in a lot of areas, they can't get in yet because of the water and the winds. But he has three trucks down there, and I want to thank Adam Gottlieb and his folks at Hart for dispatching the three from Detroit down there. And like you said, numerous repair companies, numerous companies, Peter, that are going down there and helping out. And um, my thoughts and prayers are with these people. And, you know, when you think you have problems and you watch these the news and you watch all these people and you watch their life savings go underwater and you see them and even little animals and stuff— um, you thank God for just everything that you do have, and let's uh, pray for them again, and let's hope that they survive and uh, it dries up there faster than than uh, not. Well, amen to that, Paul. Yeah. And uh, you know, at the same time as we're going to kind of move away from the storms, you know, it, it's so strange though when we look at it. Yeah, uh, and we're not a news show, but it no, but it, what unique is the East Coast always suffers the torments. Of Mother Nature, while the West Coast suffers it in a different way. Oh, heat, you know, dry, heat, dry, and fire. Yeah, and the fires have destroyed and displaced so many people and loss of life at that end. Yeah. So, um, oh, look what I got! I got a text message. I have to do this. Uh, okay. This text message is come. Oh, here it is. Good morning from Farmington Hills. Yes, good morning, Peter. And Mr. Bloody Mary Paul, uh. love you guys. You're doing a great job. Thank you, uh, Miss Myers. We appreciate that. You know, I said if you text us, we will be more than glad to read them. And uh, if you want to call us, of course, that's uh, 844-999-9249. If you're shy, you can text me. I'll tell you what, I can give you my text number. How's oh, that? really? 248-909-4197. Drop me a text. We'll read them here on the show. You know, we want you to understand that uh, we actually do listen to our audience. We are concerned about Paul's drinking. I and and I respect uh, that. I you know I've had drinking. a I've had a lot of people <laughs> calling. No, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. I've had a lot of people say, you know, Paul has this bloody Mary 
every night. And I said, no, that's a promotion. Let me explain. You want me to explain the Paul, whole program? Paul's doing this so that I can work on the creative side of making my picture of my B-29 bomber with my Bloody Mary girls on the nose of the bomber. It'll be on clothing. You'll see it all over town. You'll want one in the worst way. And then we'll all get together for a big under-the-tent Bloody Mary contest where we will try from different restaurants Different Bloody Mary. Well, that's almost what's going on, but let me tell you what's really what's, going on. You want to hear the whole story? Go ahead. Avant the story, the okay. whole story, Here's the and whole story. nothing but the story. So we're getting ready By the to... way, where's the air conditioning? It's fine in here. I I'm am comfortable. schwitzing. I'm comfortable. It's comfortable I'm in here. I'm schwitzing. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, don't know. I, I seem okay. Okay, Rachel Myers, you're getting your answer. I, Stand so, by. So here's what's happening. Uh, as you know, uh, we're going to be launching a few new channels, and one of them is a restaurant channel. Are we launching with a bottle against the hall? No, no, but let's oh. let's talk about what's going on. So oh. I happen to enjoy a Bloody Mary. It's not a heavy-duty drink, and I'm not a big drinker, but I enjoy a little bit of tomato juice. Lunch? And at the end of the day, uh, you have Bloody Marys. Now, it's interesting because when you go to a restaurant and you order Bloody Mary and people see it, it's amazing. It's almost contagious. You know, I haven't had one of those in a long time, especially I if know, they dress it with, you know, pickles and olives and all this stuff. The so Michigan people order sometimes. that stuff. So I decided every day to go to a different restaurant or place because I eat out every night and take a, have a Bloody Mary. And I post it on my Facebook. Now, people comment. I also some days earlier in the day say, where should I have today's Bloody Mary? And 20 people chime in and say, go here, go here, go here, and they send pictures. So every day between most posts, whether I'm asking where to have it or when I have it, I get anywhere from 40 to maybe 80 responses. And doing that, I decided that I'm going to go search for a Michigan-made vodka, which we're going to start the search next couple weeks, to be the official vodka of my Bloody Mary club that we're going to form. (laughs) And we have the Bloody Mary babes, which will have their shirts on. And we're going to go to different restaurants and test the different mixes. Then I asked a couple questions a few weeks ago. Who would join a Bloody Mary club? And there was overwhelming answers that I would love to be part of a Bloody Mary club. So we're going to form the Bloody Mary club and hopefully get hundreds of people to join the club. And once a month, we will pick a lucky restaurant to go to and have the Bloody Mary Club there. Now, what restaurant would not like an extra 100 to 150 people coming to their restaurant? Now, the same way, we're going to be promoting the Michigan-made vodka. So if a restaurant invites us to see them or have the club at their restaurant, they are going to have to carry that Michigan-made product. So we are going to be promoting that product. The same kind of programming in the Food Channel will go to other Michigan-made products. Got it? Got it. All, All right. right. That, that's I'm, the long I'm, story I'm, short. That's, that's the my story. So I'm not becoming an alcoholic, and there's a couple other secrets because if I – no, I'm not going to say that. I can't out. give that out. No. Okay. Nope. Here we yeah. go. I'm glad you brought up that, you know, about that's beverage and long food. long Bloody Mary story. So, Who's joining me for a Bloody Chuck, Mary next time? Yeah. Well, we've, we've already been through okay. that. Okay. We've been through that. I've watched you drink your Bloody Mary. Now – Thank you for the Food Network channel update. Okay. Now comes the sad news in the restaurant business. Yeah. Who's Big closing? Fish in Dearborn ends its long term. The original, you know, Joe Muir um, went there originally, opened this beautiful place up in Dearborn, the crown jewel of the seafood restaurant yep. chain, Joe Muir. Yep. And um, it's had its changes and uh, it's closing. And it's a very sad day. When are uh, they closing? I want to say uh, they are now done. Oh, they're already closed. They've closed. They've just closed. Well, you know, here's what happened. They had a fire. Yeah. 
um, and everything else. And it made it very difficult to rebuild and to do certain things. But as one restaurant, and you said this a million times on the show, yep. when one restaurant closes, yep. another one opens. And this one opens up uh, in Detroit on Jefferson, the new Norma G. Uh, Caribbean-themed uh, restaurant in Detroit on the Far East side. And, <clears throat> excuse me there, uh, by Indian Village and everything. And so this is an exciting time for that area because we're watching not downtown get the restaurants. Now we're watching slowly things moving to neighborhoods. Um, so this sit-down restaurant is the first one to open in 30 years, uh, basically in that Jefferson Chalmers neighborhood. Oh, so it's always Jefferson Chalmers. Jefferson Chalmers. Well, so that's a good, that's so, a great you know, sign. So, uh, of course, uh, Mayor Mike Duggan was there with the big scissors yeah. and the red ribbon. So um, I always wonder, why red? Because red means you're already in the hole. Well, why, let me couldn't ask it, why couldn't it be a green ribbon to show things are coming forward? Well, tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak. No, we, were, the question, we, did that, we did that the other week. Well, all the different question. color ribbons So the had. restaurant name again is Norma? You want to name it Norma, N-O-R-M-A, yeah. space, G, apostrophe. What yes. kind of restaurant is it? Does it say? Caribbean. Caribbean, Caribbean restaurant. Caribbean. So it's, Caribbean, it's, Caribbean. What's interesting, and, and I'm in the middle of a sale of a shopping center uh, further west, but on the east side of Jefferson, mm-hmm. and that whole area is really going gangbusters. What's interesting, what I like about that in the Jefferson Chalmers area is that that will bring back that area because they've redone a couple of streets. I know they there. have. And you know what they've done? Yeah. I want to talk Boulevard. about what they've done, but you know what I want to do? What? I need to take a two-minute break. I have to do this. Because I have to pay the bills. You don't pay bills. I have to pay the bills. It's okay, though. It's really my pleasure. So, well, guess what? I'm sitting back having a cup of coffee at New Radio Media Talking Biz. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me. Just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years. And through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service. And we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. Do you want to see things like this. You just said you died? <laughs> well, I mean, technically. Or maybe even something like this. We'll do nothing but destroy your corpses and burn them all for my dogs. Your dogs are gone. And sometimes, a little of this. We need to have a talk. <laughs> I take my axe and I smash it. No! <laughs> and check out PodQuesters. 
The show we tackle ghoulish goblins, fiendish foes, and dangerous tricks. Oh, like the singer? No, the dragon creature. Oh. Anyways, Podquesters, Fridays, only on NewRadioMedia.com. Don't, don't, don't go jumping in on my line. Look at you. We're back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, at NewRadioMediaTalking.com. With Paul Bensman, Peter Perlman. You know, we were just uh, sharing with everybody a little bit about what's happening on the east side of Detroit. You know, Indian Village, West Village, the Jefferson Chalmers, all that area. Um, you know, we keep talking. Everybody keeps sharing with everybody. Downtown, downtown. But, you know, neighborhoods. neighborhoods. So, yeah. all right, I'm going to sit back for a second. Yeah. And I'm going to let you jump in here because I know that before the break we had to uh, – Pay some bills. And yeah. I'm, you know, I hate doing that, paying bills. You okay, know? okay. We got to do that. You know, I do have writer's cramp finally. All right. Good. Finally got writer's all cramp. Right, so can't let's, pay, I can't pay a bill. All right. I'll, Not a I'll bill stop at all. Too. All right. So let's go to Norma Jean. Norma G. Okay. <laughs> I know Norma Jean. Norma Jean. Thank you I very thought, much. You know, it's funny. People are going to think Norma Jean's. You know, I know. Funny. Well, that's when I first and, looked and at Norma it. Jean. That's what I said out loud. And I was uh, said to please read what I'm, it's in front of me. So, you know, let's talk about two things. Let's talk about Norma G. Um, what's interesting if you go to the east side of Jefferson is that you're getting a lot of gross pointers that are encroaching into Detroit and coming into Detroit more to eat and enjoy restaurants. They've always come into Detroit, Paul. Yeah, but let me tell you something. It, what happened was because the east side of Jefferson— Well, the old Kerchival area had a great was, restaurant row. Right, but it was it was rough and all that stuff. So what's happening now is that you're seeing a lot of gross pointers coming to do more shopping on east Jefferson in Detroit. And this is going to bring more people there. And once again, I hope this spurs a lot more restaurants and shops opening up in Jefferson Chalmers. Several years ago, they put a couple boulevards there, and they did streetscapes, and that area is primed to come back. So I'm happy to see Norma G. there. Let's speak a little bit more about restaurants in Detroit because um, I was downtown, and uh, I was at the Foundation Room uh, yesterday. Again? I was down there again. You and I just were there to visit. And, and we were there, and um, I was there actually Thursday and had a very interesting meeting with the folks down there. And if you look at the foundation room, they really programmed it well. They've got music nights, they've got jazz nights, and it's a really, really wonderful place, good food, good restaurants, and and good beverages. The hotel was ranked one of the top in the world last year. So it's an amazing piece, obviously, right across from Kobo, and it's great. Now, other restaurants downtown in certain areas aren't faring as well, because of the saturation of restaurants. So you have going to have stuff open, and you're going to have restaurants close. The ones that are getting into the neighborhoods are interesting because they don't have as much competition as the masses in Midtown and Downtown. So they have a good chance of lasting. And not saying I'm not me doing gloom. Doom and gloom, there's plenty of good restaurants. And so so as we have the restaurants going um, and parking gets tighter and tighter, I had a, a comment last night. I was out at dinner, and someone mentioned that you know how much I had to pay for parking? I, I ran to a gentleman at the bar last night. I was at Spazito's for dinner. And I met a nice couple. He's a retired gentleman who worked for Chrysler. And he says, Paul, you know, you went to Joe Muir's. I went to Joe Muir's. Where did you park? I said, I parked valet. He goes, smart move. He goes, I went into the structure. And he got a half-off coupon. But you know how much the structure was costing him to have dinner that night? $30. $30, $35. $35. And they gave me a half-off thing. And I said, he was complaining. I said, no, that's a good sign because when a city has high parking prices, that means there's a demand for parking. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. As you know, I went down to the Lions debacle. 
Yeah. And at the debacle parking lot. Wait, that was the debacle with me or the second debacle? No, the second debacle. Oh, the second debacle. I took debacle. Uh, okay. your co-host, Ethan. Yes. Uh, yes. For the first kickoff game okay. of the season. Yeah. That so, was a fun know, game. I watched oh, it at home. Yeah, and, I bet you did. Um, yeah, I sat back know, at so, Sam Ayer's house and had a know, Bloody Mary there. So I, yeah. I have a unique spot that I cannot mention, but um, around that Call whole, me or text me and you can get Peter's spot. Anyway, uh, that general area, because of the baseball game with Verlander mm-hmm. pitching that night, yeah. they were asking $50 for parking at yep. 40 yep. So I said yep. to Ethan, I said, you know, just sit back and relax. Not to panic. I have other spots in this beautiful well, town. I thought you were listening to downtown. the game on the radio. I, no, don't know. I, I just drove around the, the stadium. No. You know, so we went over and I showed him some spots and then we parked for $20. And it's only three blocks from the stadium. All right. cool. So, you know, we walked over. Were your help cap still on? Yes, Paul. My Wait, does anybody have hubcaps anymore? Wheel covers, Paul. Why don't we call them wheel covers in today's okay. world? Okay. Wheel covers. You know, you know I got to tell you. Wheel covers. I got to tell you. In the restaurant business, I want to go back. Wait, what do hubcaps have to do? Don't tell me. They serve food on wheel covers. Well, you know, let me tell you, as, a, as an old-time camper. That would be a cool if restaurant. You need, if you need to eat something and you don't have something to heat up, you take off a hubcap, clean it out. Put it over the fire. Put your water in there. Boil it up. It's clean and ready to go. Next question, please. I just thought of a new restaurant. <laughs> Hubcaps are us. Hubcaps are the plates. Well, you know, if you think about it, Jim's Garage, uh, then you went on Woodward Avenue. You yeah, had the old uh, yeah. um, restaurant yeah. there at Marshall and uh, Woodward. Yeah. And, of course, if you go to Pete's Garage down yeah. in uh, Monroe, yeah. another uh facility that looks like an old-time garage. With, and there you sit in car seats and everything, mm-hmm. which is really great. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of places, and I think we just got to get back in the car, start driving again to all these wonderful places. Crank up the car. Well, you know, we, we, we got to start getting the car going. You know, that, that brings up another subject, automobiles, in a very short period of time. We're going to look at it, but uh, Cadillac made a big announcement. A you know, big announcement. Yeah, you know, you've got uh, this SUV five. Yep. Well, the Escalade, and then you go down to the five. Yep. And now the new four will be coming out. Yep. And they believe that to be an international selling vehicle, not a U.S. vehicle, but international. And they honestly believe this is going to be the hottest things. Going to be hotter than the BMW, hotter than uh, Audi. Um, photos look good. You know, that's the it's the famous Cadillac front chisel uh, headlights and everything. Yeah. It's what they put inside that car from uh, electronics to safety and that price tag. So as a Cadillac man, that's your area of expertise, and we like to share that periodically with everybody. Um, do you see yourself going into a car smaller than the 5? You know, it's funny. I'm looking at a vehicle. I've got to do something in November, and I'm driving the big Cadillac, and I'm looking at all of them now. Matter of fact— I mean, you're not driving a big Cadillac. To me, the big Cadillac was the fleet. Wood. You're going to be I shocked mean, at what I'm, I'm looking I, at. I want to look at You're, you're going to be shocked at what I'm looking I, at. I, I am going to be shocked because, okay. you know, I drive a Ford, and I don't mind saying Explorer. Okay, so, and, so, and guess, so that, what, guess what I'm looking at, and I don't want to be laughed at. What do you think I'm looking at? Let's guess. What am I looking at? It's in the GM family. The Buick Encore, the little, long, the Bu- little baby Buick. Whatever you call How did it. you pick a Buick? Wouldn't you really rather have a Buick? So Wait, be- aren't you over 55? Be- no, that's the old commercial. Believe it or not, I am looking at a Buick. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. You know, it's funny you say that. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, having, I'm having dinner, a breakfast the other no, day. I think with you're having Mr. an Sor- age moment no, myself. No, I'm having a dinner, a lunch with, with Sor- Soroki the other day. Yes. Right, our car broker friend. Yeah. 
And he mentioned, he says, I'm driving Doug, the new Cadillac, I'm driving the new Cadillac uh, CTS. Uh, and he says, you know what? My Buick drove better. So I looked at the new Buick, and guess what? They're nice. Well, they're very nice. Buick has done a fantastic turnaround. No, and they've changed their market, who they're going for. Uh, their lineup of vehicles is totally different today. And um, they've got it. I looked at a Buick. I'm telling you something. I looked at the LaCrosse, the new LaCrosse. Yep. And the interior blew me away. Oh, yeah. And so I'm an interior guy. So guess what? I'm oh, going to look know. at a bunch of vehicles, and the Buick might be one of them. But the crossovers are amazing. And the, the vehicles are great. Wait a second. Why, why do we have a, someone cheering over there? Wait a He's second. He's got a Buick. Yeah. He's got a Buick LaCrosse. I, I think the LaCrosse. Yeah, but his is a 1957, right? That's no. a classic. No, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I think the Buick is amazing. Michael, you got good taste. Um, I, I I look at GM. I'm looking at every car right now. Well, you should. And I'm I mean, looking... we did. We turned in our C-Max, our yeah, four yeah, C-Max yeah, hybrid, yeah, yeah. which, of course, for those of you who aren't familiar, Six to seven hundred miles to a tank of gas yeah. is not a bad thing. No, no. And the car's like a bullet. I mean, this car is very quick. Hybrids are very fast cars. People don't realize that. Yeah, well, electric uh, motors are fast. They are very, very quick. And you know, we we had to study the market. And well, this new driveway that we may have uh, is only going to be ten foot wide, so we're watching very carefully. So how we have to maneuver around the back. Right, the right, house. right. So there you are. We're looking at the Subaru. Yeah. All-wheel drive Subarus, and 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 they, I got another nod. You see, yeah, I gotta tell you, we got fans in this room. Yeah. So if you have a car that you really love, why don't you, you know, send me that text message? Uh, we'll put it up here. We'll talk about it a little bit. You know, the show's open for you here at New Radio Media, and of course, if you haven't visited us on, I mean, I know you're listening to us, but if you want to share it with your friends, don't forget the Google and Apple. Uh, Stores are available for you. Free shopping. We're not even going to charge you to get this out. I downloaded two apps for people last night. Now well, you funny. know, and we did it uh, uh, at my holiday lunch. Yeah, I'm we, sitting there. I, I, I was you. at Spazito's last night, and I showed our app, and, and two women said, will you help me download your app? That's right. So I downloaded two apps, and these women were in love with the show. Then they showed some next to you. You want to see Paul's new company, and this is it, and they're talking. And it was really, really nice to let these people open up and download the app. So I'm really happy about that. Um, you know, Peter. Yes, Paul. We. Yes, Paul. You know. Yes, Paul. We we always said we need a yes, Mary. Paul. We need a Mary. Mary, I can Peter, tell you all Paul about Mary. Mary. You saw Mary the other day at lunch. Yes, it was. I'm beautiful, just, Mary. I, Retired from teaching at Wayne County Community College since the year it opened in 1970. So let me ask you. I'm going to go to the economy. We're going to we're going to take a big switch. You get a big 60 term. seconds because I've got the economy ready to rock and roll when we come back in a few seconds. So right. so we got 60 doing, seconds. You got 60 seconds. Okay. So, Throw, throw the title out because for you and only you, we're going to talk about a couple things about the economy. One, Oakland County, uh, skyrocketing rentals yep. going up. Number okay. two, uh, where do we really stand on income in the, commu- you know, in, in the community? Number three, um, looking at the holiday season coming in, are we going to be hiring more people or not hiring more people? So we're going to have that lined up for you in the next section. Okay. And, of course, the last but not least thing. Something's happening on uh, Myers Road, on Wyoming, Wyoming. Yeah. And um, I want to talk about that because it's happening in the city. And that, to me, is probably the most unique thing. Um, this is going to be by Puritan and Wyoming area. Now you got me excited. I want to hear so this. So we're going to talk about that. And so right now I've been told to fill my cup of coffee and to come back in here in two minutes.
Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our Nine and Dine special, nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Surfing the Internet can be good for your brain, especially if you're getting up there in years. UCLA scientists say that the Internet searching helps to stimulate your brain function by triggering centers in your brain that control decision-making and complex reasoning. In a study to be published in the American Journal of Geriatric Psychiatry, the researchers say that using the Internet to seek out new information might stimulate the brain enough to sustain brain health and your cognitive ability. Before the computer age, the one activity that was linked to an active mind was solving crossword puzzles. The fact that even simple tasks like searching the internet might enhance your brain circuitry suggests that our brains are really sensitive to mental exercise and actually continue to learn as we grow older. So using an internet search engine such as Google produces the same brain activities as reading, but it also increases activity in areas of your brain that control decision making and complex reasoning. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. All right, we're back. It's my turn. I'm no, grabbing the mic. I'm Do- grabbing the mic. Dr. I'm Jimmy, I need Dr. Jimmy to look at me. I, I talked to Dr. Good. Jimmy twice. Hey, yeah, Peter, just sit back and relax. No, 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 no. This economy, my, my, is, I tell you, this economy is like my arm. The pain comes in. The pain dissipates a little. Right, so. The pain gets greater. The pain does not dissipate. So two things as you get into the economy, because okay. I know your juices are flowing. Well, in, in this section, I'm going to ask a couple of our board ops to, to, to tune in and all chime right, so in. turn on your minutes. microphone. So, guys, turn on your mics. First of all, let's welcome Tony. back Kelsey, uh, him in our audio. Hey, Kelsey. Tony is on uh Tony, we're going to want your opinion on Michael some stuff. Michael is working our B-line, I mean, yeah. B-roll, yes. B-roll. And Angel, hello, Angel. We love you. Angel, and Angel, Angel are you? Angel, uh, you are so spoiled to be in that air-conditioned room. Where we are, I'm Angel, dying Angel's out here. There. I don't have air conditioning. I don't right, care what so, Paul says. So let's talk a little bit, okay? Let, right. You know what, Peter? Let me make a statement first before I start this. We start talking about the economy. Did you want a drink? No, I don't want to drink. I I was at dinner last night, and, and I want dinner. everyone to listen to this. You've I go to, out to I dinner every went to night. Last night. I too. told you that already. <laughs> first of all, I want to claim one thing before this. I do not like when the economy discussion turns into a political discussion. Amen. All right? It happened last night. I had to leave a table, and I said, I'll be back. I said, I don't want to hear the flags that rah, 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 this is going on. This is not a Democratic talk. This is not a Republican talk. This is an American talk, folks. We're talking about the American economy. I don't want to hear any side of politics on this, and we're going to leave politics out of the next 20 minutes to a half hour of this conversation because that's why I wanted the mics up, and I want to hear everyone's opinion, okay? Peter and I at our ages, or you guys at younger age, here's where I'm at. There are a lot of factors that are out there, and depending on who you talk to in answering these questions, 
whether the economy is good, bad, or going in the right direction or the wrong direction. None of the next few minutes are going to be whether it's right or wrong. We want to claim what facts are, real facts. And so here are the facts. You can talk to people and say we're in the greatest growth period in many, many years. The stock market's at all-time record high, that companies are doing great, and this is going on. I want to throw a few figures out, and we'll talk about a few things. And, Peter, I'm going to have you lead into with that piece you showed me, that there are some signs that are so-so, and we have to peek up, wake up to reality and see where we are. I'm not trying to be doom and gloom. We just want to present some facts in the next few minutes. Peter, go with on with your facts. All right. In Michigan, the medium household income was up uh, 2.3% between uh, 16 and 17 rising uh, to $54,909, and according to a newly released U.S. Census data report that we just received. Now, um, Detroit's income growth can be tied to significant increases for African-American households from 27334 to 29000 Okay. Not, you know, it's great they went up, but it's an, uh, in the Afro-American area of Detroit, that's an ugly picture. Yeah. And I'll, I'll leave it at that for a moment. Um, How were those numbers based on pre-recession numbers? Are they up or down? Oh, they're up. They're up. Okay. They're up. They're up, but but at the same time, um, the quality of up is nothing to write home about because other costs go up. Right. You see, so it's great to say in breath A, you know, we're up two point three or up four point six. However, as we've been listening to minimum wage going up, other cost of goods going up. That dollar still buys less. Well, and, and that's the part that people don't seem to want to listen and understand. Also, as the economy and people have confidence, people go out and spend money on charge cards or take yeah, yeah. loans. But the out. other part too, you know, they they say that uh, the poverty level is dropping. Except Detroit is the number one poverty community in the United States. Right, right. So the PR departments are working very hard to let everybody know Detroit is coming back. But as we were sharing, in tongue-in-cheek in the sense that the, yeah, the neighborhoods are coming back, but that's where people live, and their incomes aren't coming back. And that's the important piece to really understand and discuss. Here's the other factor. Consumer debt is at a all-time high right now. Going back up, those okay. credit cards. Very, very high. And interest rates are creeping up. Yes, they are. So the people that are making monthly payments and just barely making their payments, and they get an increase of just $10 on a charge card of interest, that throws them out of whack. Also, people that are renters today, and that's me and a bunch of other people, and you look at your renters, when someone's on a tight income and the landlord comes up next year, your rent went up $50 a month. Now, house rentals in Oakland County, and I shared it when we first opened up, yep. are skyrocketing. I all mean, rentals, all Berkeley, rentals. Take the community of Berkeley. Yep. Berkeley. A house in Berkeley for $2,500 a month, yeah. and we're not talking big. We are talking a small 900-square-foot house for $2,500. you are talking rentals, and at the end of the day, all rentals are going up, whether it's a house, a person renting, or an apartment. So take interest rates going up, charge card payments going up, rental rates going up, and a person barely making it. Automotive loans, defaults, are going up. A lot of things are going up in some markets I discussed two weeks ago that foreclosure rates in five or six cities of around the country are going up. So we have to look at these things. Uh, retail sales were up just 0.01%. 
uh, or one percent. Yeah, point one percent. We dream, dream, last uh, month. Brick now, and mortar retail. We're talking brick and mortar. Okay. In July, it was strong, point seven percent, but only one percent below what was projected. So the question is. Is the consumer strapped? And I want to ask opinions right now. I'm going to ask Kelsey right now. Kelsey, your opinion of the economy, your economy, and then your opinion of the general economy. What are you thinking? Um, I think as far as the whole general economy goes, it could be a lot better right now. Mm-hmm. But looking back 10 years ago to how bad my parents were struggling then and how they're doing now, yeah. I think it's gotten a little better. Okay, so for your family, it's doing better. Mm-hmm. How about a definition of struggling? Uh, my parents were falling behind on their house payment bills, their actual bills, the car bills. They were paying to get us were, groceries. Were and mom and dad employed? Yeah, they both were. And then they both lost their jobs when, like, the worst part of the recession hit. When was oh, it? eight. Yeah, I was going to say seven or eight, I think. I was in middle school. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my dad's plant closed down. He lost almost all of his benefits that he had saved up there over, like, the 10, 15 years he had been working. Yeah. So he had to go start over somewhere. My mom, she had a hard time because she was working for a law firm at the time that had closed. And it was downhill from there. But now they're doing significantly better than they had been. Okay. As far as where I think we could be, I feel like the economy could be a lot better than it is right now. Uh I just have no idea how to go about it changing. So yourself, you feel it could be better? Yes. All right. I'm going to go to Tony. Tony? Hello, Tony. Hey, how's it going? All right, so Good morning, heard the Tony. Good Tony. morning. <laughs> Tony, let's look at it in general. What do you think in general the economy is doing better, worse? What do you think? Uh, definitely doing a little bit better. Okay. I mean, it's still, like Kelsey said, it, it could be better. I mean, it's it's still not great <laughs> okay. uh, from where we where we were, but it's it's definitely better. Um, okay. Your personal economy is better. Yeah, I'm I'm struggling a little, but that's okay. just me. That's okay. as a young person. Um, and then I think it's good to see my parents actually. The oppor- there there's more opportunity out there to actually make money. All right, <laughs> so they see that. And and let me ask you a question. Uh, when I say economy, and uh, do you think uh, how much of it do you think is affected politically, or how much you think is just it happens? Um, I'm going to say a lot of it really depends. I mean, some of it is political, but okay. I'd say a lot of it just happens because it's like determined on consumer competent, confidence and all that stuff. I mean, it, I feel like it, it's more dependent on the people buying than the people making the rules. So you're talking <laughs> about the consumers. Yeah. The consumers drive the economy and, and do that. Um, people your age, um, how do you think in general their opinion is? I think. They think it's getting better, but okay. I mean, it's worse. I think we're all still struggling <laughs> yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Okay, that's that's a question I want to ask, and I want to thank you both for your opinions and and uh, for bringing that on and and see what's what about going on. Michael. Uh, Michael, Michael, where are you, Mister Michael? You want to get over to the mic over there, Michael? Come on, share the mic, Michael. Come on over. And I want to ask it's Michael, now my, my, my almost future Buick companion, if I go with the Buick, right? <laughs> Wouldn't you really? How's your Buick been? Um, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, just hit a pothole, of course, because you know Michigan's potholes yeah, are ridiculous. Yeah. Well, you should call the Get folks a, at Domino's. Domino's and have them patch it with pizza, the Domino's and then tell them to fix it. Hole. Matter of fact, if, matter of fact, just take your pizza and throw it in the hole and with the box and it fills the hole. And you don't know, say, hey, but Domino's fix the rim. What, I wonder if that works. If you throw it in the hole and say your pizza's damaged, you get no, a free no, no. pizza. Now, here's the deal. Uh, very quickly, wow. they're only doing one pothole fill per state. 
Hamtramck got that, which we covered. $5,000 worth. Yeah, and we did that story, and we yeah. congratulated Hamtramck. Yeah. Uh, we just never asked what was on the pizza. What I would do is throw the pizza in the hole and drive over the box, and it fills the hole. So that's it. So anyways. Uh, you got to love Paul. Uh, let's talk about the economy, okay? Do you feel um, the economy's in good shape? Um, Kind of piggy, piggybacking off what Kelsey and Tony said. I think yep. it's kind of getting up there. It could be better. Um, but one aspect I was taking from it was the city of Detroit, uh, downtown growing up, it was kind of, it was kind of, it had it, it's bruises or whatever, but now you see it's changing and it's getting better. So that mm-hmm. kind of gives people a little bit of hope, but from a young person aspect, yeah, we, we are struggling, but at the same time, like Tony said, there are a lot of opportunities to make more money and get things in order. All right. So over in general, it's pretty positive with our folks here that, that the economy's getting better. It is okay. You want an ugly piece? Go give me an ugly piece. For the first time since the Affordable Care Act came into being, however, 14 states saw a statistically significant increase in the percentage of people without health care. Well, and here's the question, and, and we had this talk, I was talking to the other people, is that health care... Uh, is is expensive. Um, not only the cost of your monthly policy, but the deductibles are so high that a lot of people are dropping health care because they figure, guess what? I'll just save the money and I'll go pay what I got to do. And if I don't pay the hospital bill, they'll make payments for me. So that's scary. It is when, and this is not political, but the aisles need to become invisible. Yeah, The walls have to come down. People need to talk to people. Yeah, they've got to figure something out because if it goes the way it is, you're going to see the people out of health care programs uh, growing. And, and you're going the to see Medicaid a lot of and all this other stuff. You're going to see a lot of on the of backs this. of those that are working. And it's, it's even going to be tougher if we don't wake up and share, as we say, share the wealth with the community. Yeah, so that's the story on the economy. Well, and the economy's got more to go, though. And, and, and here's two more pieces to the economy. Okay. In one respect, we're giving, okay, th- things aren't the way they are. Mm-hmm. In Michigan, and I know we're broadcasting all around the world, and we want to thank everybody for listening to New Radio Media. This is Talking Biz. In China. Um, and uh, everywhere else. And this and this is the bigger issue. The issue can be twofold. One, are we really identifying the root of the cause and working that way, or are we putting a Band-Aid to just get ourselves by? That's a good question. Well, I'm asking you. I mean, I love the way you look at me. I, I think that in some cases uh, you can look at both sides of that. Okay. Um, I think that and now we're going back to political stuff. But I don't want to be political. Well, I'm, but I, I, I don't want to be political on this at all. Uh, what I'm saying is, and I'm watching it in, in charitable work and everything else, and, and, the, and the key becomes have we become the meism again, not the weism? Are we part of as a community? Are we working to build our community, or are we becoming individualists, worrying about ourselves independently? I think in many cases people worry about themselves to struggle. They put themselves in their immediate economy. Um, I think that when people are tight or people are in a certain situation, they have no choice but to look at themselves. Okay. And so, that they take care of that. Um, and then... It comes a situation where who's looking out for the little guy? All right, well, that we're going to talk about politics. We're so. going to look at that. Uh, we're going to take a look at the little guy. Uh, you're listening to New Radio Media Talking Biz, and we'll be right back. 
What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Walled Lake. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Well, we're back to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. Paul Benzman along with my partner, Peter Perlman, on a Saturday morning in the Beautiful city. day out there. Fall day, I'm telling you. It's the know. time fall for... Fall day. I thought it was going to be in the 80s today. It, well, it is, but is it's the fall, fall season. Colors are changing, Paul. Yeah, but fall is fall You're going to be in degrees. that fancy car of yours going up north looking at the color shortly. I'm telling you that fall is not 80-something degrees. What That's... is fall by you? Fall to me is 65 Breezy, maybe 70, a nice cool breeze, sweatshirt weather at 65, going to the apple orchards and really enjoying cool weather. Well, you're, you know, well, you've been out of the office. Uh, our co host comes in here, and I got to tell you, he wears shorts almost till like the snow's on the ground. Well, they all wear shorts. They all wear, everyone wears shorts. Hey, casual's fine and all that. Hey, Peter. We talked about the economy a little bit. I want to talk about um, Christmas season coming up. Well, I do. A couple of things are happening. Let's talk mm-hmm. about Target. Uh, they're, they're, they're quite the company out of uh, Minneapolis, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. And um, Target plans to hire about 120,000 people for the busy holiday shopping season. Um, to Target from last year reports, this is a 20% increase um, in their hiring. And they're up a dollar an employee. They're starting at twelve dollars wages. So, so they're from eleven to twelve, and also they're going to hire seventy five hundred people in their warehouses to packing. do online sales. Yeah, I'm so, glad you brought that up because up. this is the part I'm struggling with. Okay. Um, and I don't know how to put this, and and, and I guess I got to ask everybody here because mm-hmm. I don't buy this product. Yeah. Um, do you buy a Christmas tree? Do you have a Christmas tree? My mom has a Christmas tree. Artificial or uh, live? My mom has an artificial Christmas tree. Okay, Tony, does your family do a uh, holiday tree? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. A little loud there. Tony? Tony? <laughs> Hello, Tony. You got me, guess? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a little better. Does your family do a holiday tree? Yeah, we do. Live, um, or, live or artificial? We always do live. That's just So I'm it. glad you said that word, live. Imagine, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, a real seven-foot live Christmas tree coming to you, UPS or U.S. Postal Service or an Amazon delivery truck. Where's the fun in that? Well, Amazon says, guess what? It's Amazon in a box, Christmas time. And go and enjoy it. But the interesting part is the tree farmers are very thrilled with this. You know, even though they want you to come to the orchard, shall we say, cut down your tree, or go to the open lots and buy the trees, they're very excited. Uh, You know, a lot of them are very excited to sell to Amazon. Well, because they're... they're distribution network, Peter. So they uh, figure, you know what? In a box. Come on, Paul. You know I mean, what? We don't I, share that. I, holiday, I, I but get I, it. I, no, I have. It. I've helped a lot of people decorate trees. It's a traditional. It's a great tradition, and I love. Even though that we don't celebrate that holiday, I love helping people decorate oh, no, their we trees. Ce- we, we celebrate the holiday. I get it. I get it. But at the end of the day, uh, I think it's it. And it's once again, you're not an online shopper. The fact is, is that these companies now found another distribution angle. And they're happy to ship their trucks to the Amazon warehouse and so they can box them up. So, you know, speaking of boxing and shipping, we talked about Target hiring people. UPS, United Parcel Service, yes. is going to hire another 100,000 people for the holiday. That's up 5,000 from last season. They're also spending at their Atlanta airport and distribution center, they spent $125 million to fix the delay issues they had last yes. year. So that's a lot of investment. Their friends over at FedEx are hiring 55,000 more workers, and uh, they're working on that because they know it's going to happen. So here's the other thing. Now, FedEx ran six or seven days a week last holiday, and they can do the same. UPS did not work on Sundays, but guess who did? Their executives were in cars delivering on Sundays last year. So what happens happens when Amazon puts their 20,000 trucks on the road in another year? Mm Mm-hmm. What happens to the UPSs of the world, the FedExs of the world, the U.S. Postal Service, who relies heavily on Amazon? Let me tell you what's happening. Amazon is starting their own fleet of airplanes in their own little airport. So they're getting into that. But what's going to happen and what's happening, there are other online companies besides Amazon. And they're they're the gorilla. But UPS and FedEx are prepared for that because they are reaching out to other online companies. And they're going to get a little hit. Their growth will be down. So their online hirees, their Christmas hirees might not be in much. There'll be a shift. So maybe it's not 100,000 people they bring on. Maybe it's 60,000 next year. But the problem is, Paul, and I think yeah. this is, especially in the trucking industry, yeah. uh, we're getting a tremendous amount of uh, senior drivers retiring. Mm-hmm. We don't have young drivers coming in. No, they don't. We don't. And this and, is, and, so and, this becomes a, gr- a great issue. For moving product, I don't care what the product is, um, across the United States. Do you know what a Walmart truck driver makes? Yeah, eighty thousand. Eighty to a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. And you know what's great about some of the uh, companies? Husband mm-hmm. and wife teams. Mm-hmm. This way, uh, because the law is very simple. It's called ten fourteen. Uh-huh. For those of you that aren't familiar with the DOT rules, it's ten hours behind the wheel at any one given time. Fourteen is the max you can work in a day. So you go to work, you're on the clock. That 14 hours is ticking. Now, you may sit at a terminal before you get in that rig for quite a while and then roll out, make a stop or two, 
But at the end of the day, you cannot log in more than 10 on the, on the computers in your vehicle and know that more than 14 at the end of a day. You better pull the rig over and take your rest. Right. So, I mean, it is a challenge, and especially those that are uh, hauling the heavy-duty stuff because we require a large, you know, an older person to be behind the wheel. They do. So, I don't know. Christmas tree in a box? Just seem, can't seem to get it. I, I understand candles in a box. I, I do get that. But Yeah, oh, you get it. Okay. I, I get that. I get that. You know, um, so it's, uh, it is interesting. But the second hour, Paul, we got a lot to talk about. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about some education. Uh, we're going to talk about retirees and uh, going back to school. So there's a lot to do. And uh, we want to thank everybody for the first hour of their input here at New Radio Media Talking Biz. For Paul and Peter, we're going to get our coffee, and we'll be back in just three minutes. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me. Just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. As a business owner, you're always looking to save money and cut costs where you can. And if you advertise on radio or television, you know it can get pretty pricey. If radio and TV aren't delivering like they promised, and you're looking for a more reasonably priced way to get your message to the masses, I've got an answer for you. New Radio Media. With live streaming and on-demand programming, your message can be seen throughout the day and you can worry a little less about cutting those costs. For more information, go to newradiomedia.com or call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999. A new Northwestern medicine study concludes that you can improve your overall health and quality of life by doing these two simple things. Spend less time in front of the TV and computer and eat more fruits and vegetables. And that's all. By starting with these relatively small steps, it becomes a lot easier over time to make major lifestyle changes. And in many cases, people find that the time away from the TV or computer is best spent taking walks or working in the garden. In other words, when you're not chained to your sofa, you'll almost naturally want to move around and be more active. And that, in turn, helps promote a healthier you. After as few as three weeks of avoiding temptation to sit around, the people involved in the study found that they didn't want to return to their lazy ways, even when they were told they could do so and would continue to be paid for the research. 86% of the patients said that once they made the change, they decided to maintain it. So give it a try. You may surprise yourself. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. 
Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. Da -da -da -da. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to New Radio Media Talking Biz with Paul Benzman and Peter Perlman. You know, the first hour, we did a lot of uh, discussion regarding the, um, the economy, how it affects uh, you and I. Uh, we talked to our uh, studio staff here to get their input. And so um, it's been interesting to kind of watch uh, what's been happening the last couple of years and also you know, we're watching trends. We're watching how things are changing in the retail market. Amazon going with the seven-foot uh, Christmas trees now to be delivered. So a lot of changing, but at the same time, the number one thing that the communities are all struggling with and trying to build back up is education. Yes. Education is probably the most important piece in a child's life and an adult's life. So hats off because we're going to now talk about a very unique program at Mary Grove College here in Detroit. And one of the th programs, we're going to go to a couple of different things, is a kindergarten through 12th grade on the campus of Mary Grove. And I just believe that this is going to be just the start of what we're going to see in the future everywhere. And this is not a daycare. I mean, this is a school. And we've seen it in communities uh, outside of Detroit. Kalamazoo has done a phenomenal program, which I wish Detroit could get into, but I don't see the corporations coming to bat yet where if you start in first grade and you graduate and you stay in the Kalamazoo School District all the way to the end, you have tuition for college. It's an automatic. So it's something that I would love to see what uh, communities here, corporations here, say, all right, let's do a pilot program, stay away from charter schools, public schools, and let's start to take it from there. But I want to go to Mary Grove. Mary Grove, two things are happening. Number one, they got a $50 million gift. That's a lot of money. That is huge for Mary Grove. I mean, I don't think anybody has expected that to happen. And, um, you know, it's from a partnership with the Kresge Foundation, the Detroit Public Schools, uh, the University of Michigan, the Starfish Family, IFF, a Chicago-based nonprofit community. Everybody coming together um, on this $50 million program to give um, – about a thousand students, uh, and to help revitalize a neighborhood that has really gone dormant. Yeah, it's it's it's. First of all, that's a beautiful campus over there. I don't know if you've been over oh, there. We do every year in the summer in the city programs um, that have been held, where kids go all through the community in the summer from all the different high schools and work in Detroit, either building gardens or whatever. They do their year-end program, their year-end summer program at Marygrove with the awards and the families all get together on that campus. So they market that college campus for kids. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up with education, Peter, because here's, here's what's happening, and here's interesting thing. You've got the campus there, and, you know, I heard from a good friend of mine. She's a Detroit public school teacher in southwest Detroit the other day, and she's the only fifth-grade class. She's sitting at 35 students, a lot of students, over capacity. Her contract, I think she maxes out in the 20s, but she's over her contract level, and they're adding students. So Detroit public schools and certain schools are gaining students. But where Mary Grove is, the population's amazing. I mean, you've got some interesting income that come in that area and around um, Detroit. And, you know, you're talking about that that school will be busy because it will be a high-level uh, high education, uh, educational program, I say, and it'll add a lot to the community. Now, you said that is a private school or is it a, is it, what are they calling it? 
Is it is it is it private or is it can be public? What is it? It's a public. It's a public. So it's are they, is a it a public, a public yeah. charter or is it public? No, public? no, 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 no. The Detroit Public School Community District opening the K twelve school on the campus of Mary Grove. Okay, um, so it's Detroit. Yeah, it's an uh, unlike any other school district has operated. In fact, it could be a one of a kind in the nation. This is the this is, this is the incubator program uh, for the future. And uh, for one, the school approved the Board of Education has approved it, uh, which is good. And um, K twelve is so important. You know what I think of at the time? Mm-hmm. My parents grew up in the Linwood Chicago Boulevard web area. Okay, so you had. Roosevelt, Durfee, and Central. You had the elementary, the middle, and the high school all on a campus right. on Linwood there. Right. And if you take a look at some of the suburban schools have done this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plymouth Canton has done it. Lakeland School out there, uh, Lakeland High, and their middle school and elementary are all within walking distance of each other. Mm-hmm. It's a safety valve. It's an education campus that you're there for learning and i think that uh, this becomes very important just so important i mean we go to college campuses and you know when you're on a campus you feel totally different yeah and going to k through 12 uh teachers know the students even when you leave the elementary and you go to the next step you're still a member of that educational family right there, that campus. It'll be an interesting program. It sounds amazing. I'll have to check it out. When are they launching that, did it say? uh, They just got the funding, so it's got to take a year or so. Yeah, it it will, but, you know, um, I'll set it up that we go down and we have a visit with them, Yeah, and we'll have somebody come on to New Radio Talking Biz, and uh, we're going to learn more about it. But I just find this to be so exciting on, you know, it's a change. I'm so, you know, we hear what's going on. With the marriages, like with West Bloomfield, with Oakland Community College on these joint programs, right. uh, OCC's done a great program uh, for kids that have some learning challenges. So, this is in the city of Detroit. This is a gorgeous campus, and I know, like you go to U of D yeah. on Livernois. Well, everybody forgets Mary Grove. See, that's the funny part. U of D gets all the highlights, yep. and Mary Grove is this nice, quiet school. You know, there's no football team. There's none of this. But at the end of the day, it is such a beautiful campus. And I just think this is a great way to bring kids in. And and I guess I'm old school on another set of this. And that is, um, I'm, not that I want to call it a uniform. Yeah. But if you dr- you know what the old expression if you dress for the job, you get the job. Dress for success. If you dress for school properly. Yep. And um, I've always argued this that. If you ask everybody to come in a nice pair of slacks and a nice shirt, button-down shirt, polo shirt, and leave all the jewelry at home. Yep. You know, jewelry is for something else. It's not for school. Come there to learn. Come there to be socially integrated in in your community. Um, This is where bullying stops, shall we say. And education begins. Well, let's let's keep a look on that. Let's see what's going on. And right. we'll follow so, Mary Grove in education. And I got another piece of education. Go then. for it. All right, here All we right. go. I mean, it's back to class. You know, more more adults, senior adults especially, I school over retirement. You know, some people want to go back to work, you know, that have retired. They've had fantastic jobs. Some do contract uh, mm-hmm. labor. But a lot of them want to go back to school to start a new career late in life. But they want a brand new career. Yeah, well, it's it's you know it's funny we have our show gracefully green with Henry Gornbein, 
talking about people in their later lives and what they're doing, all kinds of aspects. Mm -hmm. And we're finding a lot of people that are changing careers later in life. And I've always said that you've got a lot of people, whether it's school teachers, factory workers, firemen, policemen, in their 50s, they can retire, but they are too young to retire, and they want to start a new career. Well, you know, it's interesting. When you look at um, community service employees, Mm -hmm. fire, police, uh, those that work in our townships and cities, they do retire that 25 and out routine. So they are, they start at 20, so they're, you know, 40, they could be 45, they could be 50 years of age. Right. Um, they go, they like to get back into a college. Oakland Community College, for example, has seen a tremendous influx um, of what we call our over 50 student. Yep. And that has been a real positive thing for them because they're getting back in. Some are going to pharmacology now, others uh, are going into different kinds of businesses. Some. Others, uh, again, are looking at uh, getting other, the younger students as a, as a mentoring program. You know, they get, they're get they going back, but then they're becoming mentors. And this is the part that we always seem to miss the boat on, is that mentorship. Yeah. Well, you know, got so. it. it's, it's interesting. So, you know, we'll keep an eye on that. A lot of things going on, but that's good news. Interesting news on the education there. So, okay, let's talk a little bit. All right. Well, I got to do this quick reach out. I have okay. another birthday that came in. Michelle Passon, happy birthday to you. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And uh, where'd that come from? Well, Rochelle, My- you know, I get all these different things. And by the way, Rochelle Myers is uh, listening. She apologizes for not tracking us quicker, but she went on the system and got one of the old shows. Okay. I hope we were as funny as we were yet last week. Well, she we had to hit this- the lie button. That's so, where we're at today. We're so on the lie we're button. We're on the lie button. But yeah. uh, so, Michelle out there. Uh, Rochelle Myers, uh, we want to thank you for listening, and uh, we have a bunch of other people now dropping in. Yes, I'm listening, too. You didn't mention my name. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. Oh, I just got one. All right, here okay. we go. Yeah, I got to you got to mention names. A friend know. of mine, Michael, called in or oh, texted, texted me. Texted, just yeah. sent and said, okay, mention me. So we have people right. out there I listening. I want everybody to be mentioned. I don't want anybody to feel like we left them alone. No, you know? no, there's people out there I have there to go listening. over here for a minute. I have to wander away. I wonder if, if my our buddy Michael uh, C. is listening. I don't Michael know if he's C. Do you Michael see Michael? Michael C. is out there. So, you know, Peter, what do you want to talk about? Because I've got you know, more on my i got a question to ask you, and we're going to go more uh, national here. National. Okay. Well, what is the number one oil-producing country in the world today? United States. It is. Well, I can tell you that right now. It, it, it is. And I mean, when did you is. want to know that? Did you want to know that last week? The only place that's not producing oil is Maple and Orchard Lake Road. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it, it, you know, they're not selling any oil there. Texas, we build a, a fuel station, tex, but Texas we alone, opened. Texas alone is going to pour pump oil, more oil in 2019 than Iraq. Mm-hmm. That's Texas alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, all over the United States, we have the number one thing. And, and what happens is that we can't produce oil profitable under $40 a barrel. Right. Well, we're we're hemming between sixty-five and seventy dollars of oil, and we are making lots of money these days in the oil business. Down in Texas, you've got a lot of companies buying other companies out. There's billions and billions of dollars of transactions going in Texas, so that's something we haven't heard about in a long time. So the oil business is busy. It is, and yeah. you know, it's uh, it is interesting because everybody's so worried about the Middle East. Um, but I think everybody also needs to uh, understand a couple things about the oil industry. Yep. Um, it's a commodity. Yep. We sell commodities day in and day out, morning to night, 24 hours a day. And in the course of that, we may put a ship out to sea uh, loaded with oil for country A when it's outbid by country B. Yeah, it's- and, and, it, and so it, it makes a little shift, and that price goes up accordingly. 
if the United States wanted to maintain an embargo and it says, okay, you can't export, now it's got to be domestic, it changes the game completely. Is the profitability there for them? Sure it is. Is the greed there for them? Definitely. So, you know, and we go through these changes. Also, people don't realize prices change in the oil industry twice a year, summer oil and winter fuel. So when we change our systems for the mixtures that we make for summer and winter, fuel prices go up, lines go down while they change over. Um, and they always blame, like, the Middle East. They blame Venezuela. And I think that uh, we need to be very bold and say that, look, the oil doesn't have to come from these other countries. They can come from here. And we can work with all of that if we really want to. So it's a challenge. I mean, you know, everybody, it's all about open market sale and everything else. But as we talk about exporting oil, you know, the more we export in that aspect, are we bringing down the ratio, the, not the ratio, the uh, ratio of export to import? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's the other piece. Because we're not exporting our oil to China. That, that's, a, that's a Russian deal. Yeah. So if you were doing it to countries that you needed to change the deficit line on that, that would be great. But we don't do it that way. So, okay. All right. I'm done. Done with the Earl talk. Uh, okay, you're reaching over to your file cabinet now because since you reach your file cabinet, no, no, your no, file cabinet's no, empty. Fine, okay. All right, I want to go back into Detroit. You know the community. All right, let's go back. The okay, community. the community of Detroit. Did you ever go to the Grandy Ballroom? Uh, no. Why not? Uh, I didn't know about it in time. Wait a minute. You of all guys, Mr. Music, mm-hmm. you know, all, all of your little buddies. Mm-hmm. Grandy Ballroom, you know, at one time was home of Detroit rock venue in the 60s and 70s. It was I mean, international. Wait, it was just Detroit. It was an international place because oh, you yeah. had the Rolling Stones played there. That's you right. had everyone play there. But let me ask a question. What year did it close down? Do you know that? I want to know what year the Grandy Ballroom closed down. When was that? So then we'll go whether Paul Benzman was at the Grandy Ballroom. And while I wasn't there, I want to know that. Well, let's just say this. Let's see. Okay, go ahead. Um, it's been over 20 years. Okay. So um, it, it is a problem. It, it, it closed in the 80s. Okay. And then it sat, and it sat. And uh, now... You know, if things go the way people want, they may make the National Park Service give it a beautiful plaque. So a, a historical plaque? Either that or a, uh, yeah, historical is a good one. Or hysterical. I haven't decided which okay. plaque they okay. might make yet. But, okay. you know, that. Um, All right, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. I term- just, okay, here's right, the answer. Yeah. I got the answer. Yeah, I bet you do. All right, I got the answer. What year did the Grande Grande Ballroom close in Detroit? You said the 80s. Yeah. Nope. 1972. No. Okay. No. Yep, yep. No. I got it right. And I'm telling you why. I was only 22 years old, no. so I never made it to the Grande Ballroom. It opened, okay, in 1909. Yes. It became a dance hall in 1928. Yep. And then in 1966, rock venue so it it was and so it closed in 72 uh i did miss it uh, i've heard a lot of great stories i've watched the movies made about the grande ballroom 
And, um, you know, it's it's very interesting what's going to happen to the Grand Day Room, you know. Okay? It's got rooms. And remember, you know, B.B. King played there. McCoy's 10 years later. Uh, John Mial. There's a lot of people that played there, and it's amazing. So, you know, Fleetwood Mac played there. Uh, Cream played there. I mean, it's just, it was an amazing venue. It was quite the place to be, and, um, you know, the era was World War II. Yep. That was the place um, for military people coming back home, meeting a girl. Uh, the dance hall was the place to always meet and greet. And um, it's a it's an interesting piece of architecture. It's uh, unique in the sense of cultural history to a community, like you said, 1909. Uh, a lot of things were happening at that time. And so... Preservation is the challenge for that building today in that community. Wow, you know, it's. I'm looking at the list of people that played there. Yeah, and I've got all the concert dates. All right, it's really cool. The MC5 mm-hmm. were there. Yeah. All right, so we look at the. They played there a lot. Uh, the Walking Wounded. Uh, boy, this is really cool. You know, it's mm-hmm. funny what you can find online. Well, I kind of figured you were cheating on this. No, system. no, I, I am. Well, no, not just cheating. Right, right. Cheating. You know, to look at the groups that were there. Uh, it's it's amazing, and you look around and you see that. Uh, gosh, it's it's I. I want you to look and see online, yeah. all of the graffiti on the wall. I want you to study the graffiti very very carefully. Do we have to go down there? Is there still graffiti down There's there? There's always going to be graffiti. Wow. Um, oh, wow. And yeah. I'm not talking about in the restrooms, you know. Yeah. I'm talking the building, some of the unique things that took place. Um, a lot of the artifacts, of course, have been taken out of the building and everything else, but. That is another community. The Amboy Dukes. Wow. He just keeps on going. He's having a great time. The MC5. The right. MC5. Well, you already, that's a, a repeat. There. You already yeah, repeated they, yourself. No, no. Kingston so, Trio. Uh, well, oh, uh, Kingston Trio is great. Uh, know, did he ever return? No, he never returned. You know, I'm going to switch up here. No, you're oh, not. Wow. You're going to say to everybody, I'll see, you. I'll see you in two minutes. Smile, Paul. See you in two minutes. Three Dog Lay there. Three Dog Night. Three Dog yep, Night. Yep, okay. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced 
at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. Do you want to see things like this? Did you just say you died? <laughs> well, I mean, technically. Or maybe even something like this. We'll do nothing but destroy your corpses and burn them all for my dogs. Your dogs are gone. And sometimes, a little of this. We need to have a talk. <laughs> I take my axe and I smash it. No! <laughs> and check out Podquesters, the show where we tackle ghoulish goblins, fiendish foes, and dangerous drakes. Oh, like the singer? No, the dragon creature. Oh. Anyways, Podquesters, Fridays, only on NewRadioMedia.com. And welcome back, everybody. The to Stooges, the, Chuck the, the Berry, Jay Giles. These are all bands from the Grande Ballroom. I'm still on the list. You're still on the list. The Grande Ballroom, the Stooges, Chuck Berry, Jay Giles Band. They just had everything. Jay Giles Band, yes. And the you're Stones, listening to the riff the at WRIF in Detroit. I, baby. I love it here, ladies and gentlemen. That's another hit from around the country uh, on the tables. Wow. I'm looking at something really cool. I bet you are. Come on, um, I'm listening. Are you real, you know, Boston. By the way, I got another listener. She sent me in my text. She says, uh, I'm up and listening. Thank uh, you, Carrie, that's, honey. That's good. It is so nice to see the family is up. Everyone's listening. Everyone's up while you're working. Boy. Boy, they are. So, up. so. And, and you know, Rochelle, she, she's sitting there. We can't wait to text another message to us, you know. Are you getting any text messages in your phone? Or is your phone down for the day? No, now? my phone's good, but I'm, I'm on the... You're uh, on the bigger machine today. I'm on the bigger machine today. The big, the big Have machine. Have you ever been to the Charles T. Fisher Mansion in Boston, Edison area? Of course. The Junior League of Detroit. Oh, the tour. Design oh, show place. let me tell you. Did this you see house, the square? Did you see the square footage of this house? It's it's amazing. Yes, it and if is, you would read papers, see, I read papers. You don't. You, I read real paper. Okay, well, it's eighteen thousand square, square feet. feet. I know. All right, so so I'm watching. I'm looking at the what they renovated the house in these pictures. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone goes to DetroitNews.com, check out the pictures, and that's our friends over at Detroit News. They are friendly, friendly folks. Friendly, friendly folks at the news. And if you look at what's going on yes. uh, with this place, it is amazing uh, what's going on at that mansion. Well, see, like my, my mom grew up on Chicago Boulevard. Ooh. Yes. Okay, yeah, Beautiful okay. home, you yeah. know, and uh, it was one of the three-story homes. So the third floor was a ballroom. Wow. And my grandfather, who played in the Detroit Symphony as a celloist, um, on Saturday nights, they would have music on the third floor. People I was came never invited. very well— Neither was I. I was never Very invited. well dressed. And I must say, uh, from the stories that were shared, um, wow. quite quite a life. Wow. You know, I mentioned it's, it's so amazing, the computers. You look up Buick, and now they're sending me all these Buick ads. Uh, you know? You know, I, I uh, once you really. Lucky you didn't go to the IRS. Yet. No, they'll send me other paperwork. That's right. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> All right, right. folks, so we're here at NewRadioMedia.com talking biz on a beautiful Saturday morning in the Motor City. 84 degrees high today. Why are you giving the temperature for? Oh, we're not supposed to do that anymore. Okay, well, it's going to be warm. Why don't we do it this way? Yes, Yes, today, folks, it'll be a beautiful sunny day, turning partly cloudy to later to light darkness. We'll have full darkness all night long, breaking the skies late in the early morning to sunshine once again. How's that? I like that. I thank you very much. You did good, my son. Thank you. My what do you friend? think about Ford's request on the depot for $100 million? Well, I'm not happy. I'm not happy, but I'm going to say give it to him. Let me tell you why. Okay. Well, okay, you I got to stretch. When that kind of money comes into the game, okay, so, I got to stretch. So Mr. Gilbert is getting multi-millions. matter of fact, they believe almost all of his high-rise is going to be built with tax credits. So Are you listening, when audience? Ford, tax 
credits. When Ford Motor Company now revives and Corktown is booming, and when they do that train station, well, which is crazy, been, it's not booming. It's it's making a comeback. No, it's, it's going to be. It's going to be like with this. Let me talk. It's going to be not, booming with this booming. train station. Okay, with this train station, it's going to boom because they've tied up dozens of properties, and when that train station was used as a poster child for the decaying city of Detroit, then I'm glad that Ford is doing it. Um, I believe it's a pittance of what Mr. Gilbert's taking out of the government with tax credits. But at the end of the day, I am cheering Ford Motor Company for the move they made and give them the credits. They are taking, it's funny, the, the maroon folks uh, put all those windows in, and now they're yanking all those windows out. Yeah. So if you want to buy good used windows, if you can use that size, get a hold of Ford, so and you're going to have some let windows. Let me ask you something. Are Go you ahead. familiar with the name um, Amy Peterson? Amy Peterson? Amy Peterson. And, uh, and the train station. What do they have in common? Um, oh, let's stump Paul. Get stumped, away from that machine. You, you, I'm not going to look it up. Don't put those hands up. I'm not looking up. it up. My hands are up. I want I'm them not, up. Don't, not, I know you I'm hit microphone. Hit, You're looking at microphone. I'm not hit Amy Peterson. Peterson. No. <laughs> what does Amy Peterson have that is so unique? She has a company called Rebel Nell. You know what Rebel Nell is? No, tell me about it. Well, with the train station, she's taking graffiti. Okay. Artifacts okay. and turn it into jewelry. Cool. From the train station. Cool. And uh, she is the co-founder and CEO of this company, and they're getting it going, and they are hiring people to make the jewelry that are homeless, giving them jobs. That is cool. I like that. So That's good news. Amy, you know, uh, we'd we'll love to have you in the studio one day. I want to find out more about this. I'm excited to talk with you, and... Uh, I want you to share the story with us because I just think it is quite fascinating. Well, you know what? It's it's there's a lot of innovative companies in Detroit, uh, a lot of stuff from whether clothing clothing manufacturers, and it's funny as we look for the vodka supplier. Oh, we're back to of of. You just of, let that go. What no, I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because I'm finding out more and more Michigan-made vodka companies that I never heard of. Matter of fact, well, if you get when, yourself into back up in the Leland area, yeah, you could have a field day. Well, you know, you look at things, but of course, the, you'll never drive that new Buick. But that's okay. At the end of the day, when you look at the um, amount of manufacturers of vodka, I mean, we were—I told you about the Foundation right. Hotel, and we were at the Foundation Hotel, and they have their own vodka brand. Yes, they do. And so they want us to talk to their vodka brand, and everyone's looking at their vodka brands. That it's pretty interesting to say, hey, you know. What is it? So when I thought we only had three or four vodkas, I got to believe there's probably 20 or 30 vodka companies coming out of Michigan. So that's Definitely pretty cool. Definitely are. And um, I have a job for you when you do your tour up north for the colors and all that. Okay. Um, I want you to leave the Frankfurt area. I want you to go north, though. Okay. And where? I want you to get up in that Leland, Leland, Leland area again. Okay. And I also want you to get down to the Traverse City on Front Street to some of the the tasting sections that they have there. Okay. But what I'd like you to do this time is um, ask them why they changed from being a wine company, you know, with the orchards. Which orchards. company is this? Well, this is multiple. There'll be multiple okay. up there. Why they went into the Why they went into the spirits? Spirits. Um, because the wine, first of all, you know, these were old cherry orchards. Mm -hmm. A lot of it was a conversion. Right. And then uh, the wineries came in and took did a great job, and this is like the 
third generation now, right. shall we say, uh, revitalization of that whole community up there. Right. And so the conservatory has made sure that the uh, land use stays to orchards and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it'll be interesting to hear from people in the area two things, I think. One, um, why you moved up there. And then two, why you decided to go into spirits versus, shall we say, um, the beer, the wine. And cider's the other big item, by the way. Right, right, right. Cider now has shot through the roof. Um, everywhere you go, you'll see a an alcoholic cider uh, on the market. Yeah. And a lot of them are Michigan now, very heavily. So we are trending in a whole new direction, which is great. It's great for the economy. It's great for branding uh, the state of Michigan. Um, I'm hoping Tim Allen and Pure Michigan, they've been highlighting that in some of their commercials a little differently now. Yeah. So congratulations to the state on getting us out there like that. So all of those things are taking place, and um, it'll, be, it'll be great to see. I mean, the, I, other area, the other area that you'll see is west of Kalamazoo off of 94, the Paw Paw, Michigan area. That's a big winery area there, too. And that, too, is going through a transition. Well, I think, I think I mean, I'm just going to say as a businessman, I think some of the decisions are the following. I think that when you can do uh, spirits, you're not so accountable of did you have a good grape crop, right? And there's other things in spirits in the distilleries that you have more control over what your content is. I think with the wineries, there's a lot of issues. Did I have a good season? Did I have good grapes? and the weather, the weather and all that stuff. And I think that when they come to the distilleries, I think that the reason it's going that way is, yes, um, younger people are drinking wines instead of beers and all that study, but craft drinks are gigantic. If huge, you go to huge. all these new restaurants and you go to all these unique restaurants, they have a craft drink menu. Well, they need the craft. They need that menu to bring people in. Otherwise, you become stale. Right. So they have the craft drink menu, normally about 12 drinks they have. And they have those drinks, and they're very profitable. Do you know what some of these prices are on these craft drinks? Oh, yeah. I mean, up to $20 this for is, a craft well, drink. Well, with so your dollars, it's not who, a problem. Who needs My a, dollars, I would struggle to Who that. Who needs a meal, okay? So they get these craft drinks. Matter of fact... Some of these restaurants upset me because I go to get my plain Bloody Mary, and they say, we don't have them. Here's our drink menu, and they limit you to their craft drinks. So it's very, very interesting. So They were the spirits, watching Bar Rescue. So, so you go back to these spirits, and I think the reason for the spirits is because they're involved in these craft drinks, and they're highly profitable. So the demand is there, and that's why they're going to that. Hey, I want to mention, don't forget the show that follows us here on Saturday mornings, okay, Real Estate Realities with uh, David Sobel and Dylan Tanaka. Great show. Uh, they took discuss everything in the world of real estate. Great people. A lot of knowledge there. Don't forget that uh, to listen to them at 10 o'clock right here on NewRadioMedia.com. Well, we have to talk about them because if we don't, they will get on our case about not cleaning the studio when we leave. Well, I take my papers and I take my stuff, and I didn't leave any rings on the tables with drinks this morning. I just want to make sure. Your You're the I, one I, that drinks over I there. I so drink more get, coffee. I drink for both of us. Yeah, you, you are a coffee drinker I for drink. both of us. But so, but don't forget to listen to real real estate realities now. Also, folks. Well, I want to talk about one other thing here. You know, we we saw podquesters up on the screen during mm-hmm, our break. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. and an exciting show. And I got to tell you, I love the guys. But how would you like to be the only female in the room? Well, you know what? Now, they she, really work her. She she sort of enjoys it. Okay, I tell you that podquesters. And you know, if you want a podquester shirt, I'll tell you what I'll do. You send me a note right now, and I'll make sure you get a podquester shirt. 
You're looking at me. Don't worry. I know where they're hiding them. Those are hot commodities. I, like I said, you you send me a note right now. Yeah. Before okay. the break. Okay. And I will make sure that you get a Podquesters T-shirt. Okay, that's that's pretty interesting. Okay, you can do that. Pod well, I know I can. According to the title on my business card, you can do anything you it want. It says I can do whatever I you want. You can do whatever you want. Let me tell you something, folks, about Podquesters. Now you can't. Why? Because you got 13 seconds to say, we'll see you on the other side because we need to take a break. All right, so, so we'll see you on the other side. We'll catch you in, let's say, two minutes. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our Nine and Dine special, nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Surfing the Internet can be good for your brain, especially if you're getting up there in years. UCLA scientists say that the Internet searching helps to stimulate your brain function by triggering centers in your brain that control decision-making and complex reasoning. In a study to be published in the American Journal of Geriatric Psychiatry, the researchers say that using the Internet to seek out new information might stimulate the brain enough to sustain brain health and your cognitive ability. Before the computer age, the one activity that was linked to an active mind was solving crossword puzzles. The fact that even simple tasks like searching the internet might enhance your brain circuitry suggests that our brains are really sensitive to mental exercise and actually continue to learn as we grow older. So using an internet search engine such as Google produces the same brain activities as reading, but it also increases activity in areas of your brain that control decision making and complex reasoning. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Well, good morning, everybody, on a beautiful day. I always say it's a beautiful day. If you can get up in the morning green side up, boy, is it a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. You know, I want to talk about the neighborhood, but I want to talk about our Great Lakes neighborhood. You know, this is a very big issue. Um, There's been a lot of talk, and this is serious, uh, talk about Lake Michigan and Huron and Line 5 going under the the lakes there, the fuel. And um, if an oil spilled in the Great Lakes, God forbid, today, the impact for business, housing, retail, boating, fishing, recreation would be horrendous. And I just want to give you some numbers. And I want to thank um, our dear friends at uh, Detroit Business, D-Business, for this because I, it's a hats off because this is a lot of research. Mm-hmm. And normally I would do it, but they didn't ask me, so I'm going to use their research for a moment. If anything happens... Five million jobs are directly connected to the Great Lakes area of there. Number two, 62 billion, billion, 62 billion annual wages in the Great Lakes region. And 40 billion, the number of people who get their water from the Great Lakes. 
And that, to me, is the most disturbing of all of it. If we lose the water in the Great Lakes due to a line break, it becomes a tremendous, it makes Flint look like chump change. And scary. Scary? Unbelievable. The, you know. Um, It'd be worse than the Exxon Valdez. Well, you know, it's funny. We sent Greg Folly up to Mackinac mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, for the conference. And I know that's always a little bit of a discussion up there, what's happening and uh, how do we handle the Line 5 issue. And uh, a lot of discussions, well, we could try to sleeve it. We can uh, collar it. Um, but we are seeing this line is aged. And the argument becomes, do we do another underground, under, under the water table, if we have to do another line? And so I think it's something that uh, I'm going to ask Craig to, uh, Craig to really look into more for us and um, dedicate some time on his show uh, with the politicians that he networks with and uh, Department of Commerce and others. Because I think an impact study that uh, Detroit D-Business has given as a start I think new radio media needs to take it to the next level. Well, and, and who wrote the article on that for, for D-Business? Well, it was part of a commentary from our dear friend, Mr. King. Well, let's bring R.D. in. Well, R.D. We already have an R.D. here. I know, but let's bring... The uh, other R.D. Yes, yes, yeah. R- the, yeah, the other R.D. It's not R.J. King. It's not R.D. It's R.J. I said R.D. R.J. King. I got... Sorry, R.J. I know. You wanted to do that because you want to talk about new radio media. No, no. We got to bring R.J. King back in and we got to bring R.J. in and do that. He used to be with us as one of our special guests all the time. So we got to bring R.J. back in and say, hey, listen, we want to talk to you about you and D-Biz and see what's going on. There is one other big program here and then we're going to get into talking about a little bit about what we do here. Okay. Um, this is a month, you know, every month they have um, its name for different programs and stuff like that. Right. Okay. This is a tough one. September, National Suicide Prevention Month. And um, every year about 1,100 college students die by suicide. Wow. We haven't even talked about high schoolers, middle schoolers, elementary kids, um, family members uh, along those lines. Very, very tough. And I want to give my hats off for this one to Macomb Community College. They're running a great program this year uh, on behalf of this horrible, horrible challenge that's in front of us every day. And uh, suicide is growing. Um, It's impacting all walks of life, like I said, and... If you can get out there, uh, go on their site. I, I think it's very, very important. Take a look at uh, their programs. Are going to have uh, there'll be some movies. There's going to be special screening of the S Word, a film of that chronicles a survivor of a suicide attempt. Uh, hear their story, understand their pain, and uh, there'll be some psychologists there also to talk about it. There are facilities out there that can help you every day of the week whether it's in your church, synagogue, uh, community, reach out. Don't let it just be you by yourself. You need to have a companion to get you through your struggles right now. It's a very tough time right now for a lot of people. Um, There's a lot of people that are looking at stuff. We have a very divided country right now. And it's not only political, but a lot of families, there's discussions within families that families aren't talking because of basically different political challenges. challenges. And when people don't um, have someone to turn to, um, then suicide is really what happens. And it's it affects so many people. 
Um, good friend of mine lost his cousin two weeks ago, 17 years old. Um, we hear it more and more and more and more. And um, Susie Kamen is starting a show here on New Radio Media. And she is um, really going to discuss this topic pretty, pretty, pretty heavy. I believe her first guest is someone from Common Ground, uh, which is a very big uh, suicide prevention group, and do that. So this is a serious stuff, and, and we are bringing these issues here to New Radio Media. Uh, when Susie starts, I believe on the 18th of this month, uh, she'll be starting. And people should look at this stuff. And, and I want people to understand that there's a lot of topics that we might kibitz and we might joke around here, Peter, but there's a lot of topics that new radio media in the mental health field is going to really tackle. And, and Susie's going to be asked to do part of this with us is to really engage people because when we talk about new radio media, yes, we talked about podquesters, which is a funny and fun show right. and a topic. But we really, when we started this company, we wanted to help the community and make changes in the community. And I think the folks that we have to really dig deep into this. And we stated it before, but we are adding, like I said, other channels. But when we can make a difference in a community, um, and this is where you and I talked about it, that this is a topic that I think we got to nail harder and, and really dig harder. We've talked about it. We've had Susie come on. She's starting with the show. I want to use her more and more for this. And I want to find events like this that we can reach out and help people that are struggling, that help the whether and it's not it's all ages, Peter. It's not just the youth. It's it's the older people. It's everybody that are falling through hard times. And hard times means different things for everybody. Right. Whether it's financial, whether it's emotional, whether it's something that that they can't control, a mental health issue that they're dealing with. Uh, a lot of people just don't know where to turn. And today, you know, people can say they I got. 3,000 friends on Facebook. But those are those acquaintances, are those friends, are those people you can reach out to? Are those people you can talk to? Are those people who will give you the right advice or they will joke around and say, you know what, yeah, you know, go do what you think you want to do. And people have nowhere to turn. And so with Susie Kamen and other people along the, the on, our, on our staff and along with the shows we're adding in that field, uh, we're going to have to take a deep dive in that and have what I call special programming based on those. I think you're, you're right, and uh, we've witnessed it in so many different areas. Too close to home many times. Too many times is correct. And so um, one of the key things, too, is that if you're listening to our show, and like Paul has shared, um, we do banter a lot because we want you to enjoy a light two hours. But at the same time, those two hours go by so differently for somebody that's struggling. It it really does. And, and when people have nowhere to turn, it it's something else. Um, you know, well, we'll talk to Susie and we'll we'll figure out some more programming with right. that. And we have other people that uh, we know in the community very well that are uh, psychiatrists, psychologists, social workers, uh, facilities that do intakes when people are challenged like this. Uh, a number of guests that can come forward and share uh, tools, shall we say, to kind of help and guide. And I think we should make it a point for New Radio Media to to maybe get into some nonprofit events that we should be involved in in this field. And, and we'll look into it because at the end of the day, we're a young company, but we do want to embrace the community and be involved in the community. Okay. Um, with that, 
I need to make you smile a little more. No, uh, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, this is a serious thing. I can't. I can't smile when I understand there's other people. Oh, I know. Trust and, me. And, and, and whether it's you right now, you're dealing with a little bit of pain in your arm and your neck, and you walk in this morning. Well, I, I walked I, in, and the pain in my neck was sitting on the other side of the desk. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I, 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 I'm glad you're joking. Ooh, you know, no, no. Bada bing, bada but, boom. But you know what? At the end of the day. <laughs> you know, is there Peter, a surgeon in the house is what I need. <laughs> you know what? You do that. You know, Peter, we're an automotive town, correct? You know, as much as we want to say we're not an automotive town, we Turn are. Turn the key. What key? Push the button. Start and, the car. And a lot of things are going on in the automotive community around the world. And, and you look at right now in, in the automotive world, you know, we know Mr. Elon Musk is is stressed out because he's having issues with his Tesla company. And what about uh, the famous Chrysler, you know, with the passing of Marcioni? Um he was the leader, the forefront. Well, there's some other stuff behind there. I was with an engineer from Chrysler the other night. Well, you were with one at lunch. And I was with another one, but I'm telling you, there's some interesting stuff going on. Let's let's talk about a couple companies. So here. what do you want to go with first? So we've got a Chinese company that's going after Tesla with electric vehicles. Yes. And they are blowing up, and their stock's going up and up and up. And at the same time, we've got Elon Musk sleeping in the factory, working 120 hours a week yep. shut off his family and friends mm-hmm. and he's there struggling mm-hmm. he went on a talk show went on a podcast and he was smoking pot now he's might be losing his see the howard hughes of automotive well he might be losing his um grip spate no he's got a government contract <laughs> you can swallow he's got a government <laughs> contract and when an executive of a con- company smokes marijuana in public they're thinking it might void the government contract for SpaceX. Ooh. So he didn't think about that. So as he's looking at that, he uh, may be, well, he may just send himself up in space. He might end up having some issues with that. So the board is very upset about him there. Um, he's struggling. Model threes aren't coming out as fast as possible. Orders are being cut for Model threes because there's other options coming, and people are saying, "Hey, am I going to wait for this car?" Mm-hmm. So that's very interesting. So that's the electric car business, right? Well, now. not yet, not okay, yet. Okay, okay, what about ahead. Toyota? Or Toyota, excuse yeah. me, Toyota, yeah. yep. and the Chinese. Well, they're teaming up. Sure are, yep. on the batteries. Yep. So that's another piece that we have to look at. And then, of course, um, as we started to talk about Chrysler mm-hmm. and uh, FCA, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Fiat Chrysler yep. Automotive, um, why don't you share for a few moments uh, Word on the Street? Well, Word on the Street is the following. Um, Chrysler is doing extremely well. Chrysler Fiat is doing extremely well. Marcioni was a true leader in many ways. When he had the auto talks a few years ago, he was the first one to say, you know what, we're going to move our cars out of the country. We're going to kill a lot of cars. We're not going to be in the car business. He knew that he made profits on Jeeps and, and Ram trucks. And so he said, I'll be glad to give you wage increases in these factories, but i got to move my car production out of the country because I'm not making money on those cars. So... Chrysler is is pretty much a truck and Jeep company in the United States. Jeep approaching 2 million units worldwide, which is a company in itself. Mm-hmm. And last month, Ram trucks almost were not that far behind Ford trucks. So Chrysler's in really good shape. Well, did, you see their, did you see their new SUV? Yeah, yeah. Alfa Romeo. Yeah. So they've made a lot of moves in the right direction, and he really was the leader of the three companies to realize those are the trends and that's where I can make money. 
So he, his goal was to be the most profitable U.S. automotive company. That was his goal. Now, as he left us, there are things coming up that I don't really, I, I don't want to, to, to um, say bad things about people that passed away. Okay. But some things have come up with the last automotive talks where there were a lot of special gifts given to employees or people higher up in the UAW. Oh, you didn't get a gift. So I didn't get a gift, but supposedly Marcioni knew about these gifts, and this is all coming out now, and right. they really wanted to know how much he knew. Well, so, he took it to the grave, and um, we're going to take a break. And Again? They, yeah, we're going to take a break because when we come back, that last seven minutes will fly by, so I want you to think about those last seven minutes. More automotive. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Walled Lake. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Well, we're back on a beautiful day, and um, with only a few moments left, Paul, you know, the last two hours have just kind of flown by in so many areas of our discussions, you know. Um, of course, this being Suicide Prevention Month, mm-hmm. again, uh, we share with everybody that has lost a member of a family due to suicide and let them know that we at New Radio Media, our hearts are, are open. Uh, we share your thoughts anytime you would like to give us a call here at New Radio Media at, at www.info.newradiomedia.com. Drop us a note. Um, we'd like to hear what you have to say on this subject and uh, what kind of a program you may want to have. Also, you know, we we always joke about different things. and. Some of the sad things right now is Florence, mm-hmm. uh, the loss of life, the it's not, the loss of life, the five that have perished, um, those that have been displaced and that will be displaced in the future uh, because the storm is not going away real quickly. Um, remember this. You have many friends out there around the country and around the world during this time. 
and everybody will come together to make your life better once the storm can move out. So um, for those of us in the greater Detroit area where we do our uh, show every week, um, share with everybody else to go online to their charity of choice, make your donations to support uh, the programs that are necessary to give these people back their lives. Yeah, and if you have a relative that's down there, you know, open your home to them and say, hey, maybe it's a good time to come up north for a couple of weeks. There's not much you can do there. Let's get your minds off the, the situation and do that. Just even call your friends. Uh, let them know you're there for you, um, and, and people need that. So it's when some people really believe they have problems and have nowhere to turn, um, think about a close friend. And as the other side of the friend being that side, embrace those friends, invite them into your house, make sure they're around you, make sure that they know they're loved and wanted. It's amazing when you say to someone on the phone at the end of a conversation, I love you, and, and how much that brings up a person. And, and it might be just a couple words that will take someone away from that moment and change their life. So I think it's real important. Um, you know, we just have a few minutes left here, Peter. Um, I want to thank uh, some people that have been helping us a lot here at New Radio Media lately, especially a couple of people that have joined us, Tom Athens who recently joined us um, on the political side. But more than the political side, Tom's getting involved in a lot of issues and a lot of shows for us. But another gentleman I want to thank a lot is, is our friend Glenn Hirsch. Good old Glenn. Who, who, Glenn, who joined us recently. And Glenn is an amazing person. Um, you know, Glenn has a lot of background in different things. He was the boxing commissioner for the state of Michigan. And we are in talks with a martial arts group of getting involved in with streaming and putting it on our sports channel but Glenn has helped a lot, and hats off to Glenn over the last couple weeks for really joining the team and helping out. Um, once again, that info at NewRadioMedia.com, we're getting a lot of inquiries for people for shows. People that are talking about coming to work here want to learn more about us. Um, we are working on a downtown location. Uh, Craig Folly has been coming from the Buell Bar every Friday and a few other shows, but we are close to and discussing about a permanent podcast studio downtown, Detroit, um, a lot of things that our staff's not caught up on because we've been so busy behind the scenes. Look at the their scenes. facials. I just like, love that's their facials. That's cool. Okay. The only one that yeah. would really know would yeah. be Tony because he carries the luggage Well, he doesn't know about the, He doesn't know about the, the new studio <laughs> yet. Um, he would carry less luggage because it would be almost a permanent studio downtown, so it would be pretty. He likes that. Yeah, I bet he um, does. But, but a lot a, of cool he, stuff going on. Is that why he's got a bad back? Yeah, way back. Uh, <laughs> way back. <laughs> back, back, way back. Way back. <laughs> uh, so, but but in all those things is there. Don't forget, uh, you know, our, our friends are in the green room, the folks, uh, Dylan Tanaka and, and David Sobel. The green ready, room with the, the monitor. Room. That's right. Hi, boys. Watching that, uh, you know, real estate reality is coming up. A lot more programming coming on. We've added a lot of shows. And By we'll the be way, seeing us real that. estate realities, are they going to talk about the building we're in? I see we finally got fresh new glass. Well, they're working on it. They don't do commercial as much as I do. but they're, they're Well, you never brought up that we got fresh glass. We have a lot of remodeling going on. As you realize, the upstairs have no restrooms, restrooms are, are closed upstairs <laughs> and downstairs. But uh, we paid for the new glass. Well, and, we love and that. Poor John, yes. But it's coming out there. And, and, Peter, you know, we've covered a lot tonight, today on the show. Yeah. Tonight. Good morning. A lot of topics, and, and once again, um, you know, we're a business show, but we're a community-based show. I think I'm going to play and, a, and, I got a closing for our show. What do you got? I'm going to play the Frank Sinatra song from now on. And now, the end is near. Da, da, da. I did it my, my way, way. So, you know what? We only have two and a half minutes <laughs> left half from minutes. our show. We talked a little about automotive. Uh, we talked about Chrysler. Ford Motor Company is in a very interesting condition, just shape right now. Position. People are looking at Ford. Uh, Ford will be fine, I believe. And General Motors is doing fine, and they're making some changes. 
they're all becoming transportation companies. Um, they're realizing that the autonomous vehicles are going to be in the near future. Within a couple of years, we'll be seeing them on the road. They're also doing transvans, sort of ride-sharing platforms, because they know people don't want to own cars. They want to be part of a ride program. Oh, I forgot to bring up at the Fisher Building. What? The new Vespa stand is now open. I didn't know that. Yeah. The Vespa stand. I can rent a Vespa? You can rent a Vespa. We're going to do that. Wait, I hear some music. How can you Wait, hear music? There's I'm no music. Th- I'm hearing there something in the background. There is no music. Just don't yeah, pay attention to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, You, you look go. at me. Look at me. Keep talking. Ah, uh, Frankie, my man. This is going to be our closing. Really? I, I we did it our are, are way. You, are you going to sing it? We did it our way. Yeah? Here at yeah. New Radio Media. Yeah? You know, I love Frank. Really? Oh, Frank's great. This is the way shows should always end. You know, yeah. my friend Lee Allen had a great ending with Frank Sinatra. Oh. And he would always play, say this, you know, it took 3,000 bolts to put a car together and only one nut to spread it all over the road. He did it his way. I like that. I like. So this is our ending song. I want to thank everybody today for helping us produce the show. Peter, go ahead. That's okay. Uh, for Kelsey, Tony, Mike, Angel, you guys have been great as always. Love the humor. Love the movement, Tony. I hope your back gets straightened out. I, I, I got this. this is, you know what? I don't know if this is so upbeat. I mean, it's okay. It's, it's, for it's today's show, it fits. We did it our way today. We and, did it and, our and way I today. I want to thank you. We did not have any guests, but we 5, did it. For the year 5,779, the Jewish New Year, we yeah. want to wish everybody a happy Rosh Hashanah. Don't forget, you have a Day of Atonement coming. You better be atoning those sins. That's right. Anyways, I'd like to thank everyone who's listening out there at NewRadioMedia.com land. And we got to hit the road, and uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye.